Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we are going to be talking about buying a car versus leasing the car and what is the best decision for you. So I'm going to talk you through the pros and cons of leasing a car and then the pros and cons of buying a car. Now, I definitely lean one way in this conversation, but I want to preface this podcast episode by saying that I'm not here to tell you this is what you need to do because this is what I prefer. I am here to show you, okay, here are the pros and cons on both sides. Here's what I like and here's what I would do. But of course, you need to make the best decision for what works best for you and your life and your situation. And I think a lot of times people like there's confusion on that, right? Like someone will say, well, Chloe, how should I do this? Or, well, I need to do that because you did that. And I'm like, well, no, just because I did that doesn't mean that has to be the route that you need to take. Are there some things in the finance world that are black, more black and white that you can say, okay, that's the best way to do it universally? Sure. But are there more things in personal finance that truly depend on the person, right? They truly depend on what works best for you. So just want to throw that out there before I I talk through these because I'm not here to try to sway you to go one way or the other. I just want to help educate you on what works best for you. Before we dive in really quick, I want to remind you that we are do, 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 do. I need like a drum roll. Wait, how did how did drum sound? I don't know. Um, but drum roll, we are redoing, we've redone our thousand dollar challenge, which is how to save a thousand dollars in three days. We are completely revamping it and putting it on live in the month of March. And then um, it will also be recorded that you can then watch the replay too. Also, we had over 25,000 people do our first challenge, the $1,000 challenge. And even if you've taken the challenge before, I highly recommend doing it again because we added so many new things. We changed so many new things and it is going to be epic. And we're going to show you how to save $1,000 in three days. Or maybe you signed up for it, but didn't actually go through and do all of it yet. Or maybe you went through it and you just want a refresher, or maybe this is your first time. Either way, it's a free challenge. We are running it um, really soon in the next couple weeks. So go, we'll put the link in the show notes. You can go click on it and sign up for the $1,000 challenge. So, okay, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So first, let's talk leasing a car. Okay, let's talk leasing a car. So leasing a car is basically the equivalent of 
renting an apartment. Okay, you're renting a car, you're gonna pay a certain amount, and then at the end of the the renting of the car, the end of the car lease, you're gonna say, peace out, and give that car back, or you can sign a new lease or whatever. So let's talk about the pros of leasing a car. The pros of leasing a car are that, one, there's generally a lower monthly payment compared to buying a car if you're getting a car loan. Number two, there's a lower drive off the lot fee, meaning a a lower down payment that you can, can put on a lot of times. Number three, you're able to drive the latest model of car. Uh, A lot of times a brand new car, like I'm talking whatever year it is, that year of car. Number four, the warranty protection through the lease. So basically that means that up to a certain amount of miles, they pay for whatever happens. They pay for repair, covered repairs, you know, specific repairs, or sometimes they'll pay for your all of your oil changes or anything like that. So those are some of the, the pros of leasing a car. The cons of leasing a car, number one, mileage restrictions. So that means, okay, you are renting this car basically, leasing this car, but you can only put a certain amount of mile, mile, miles miles, I can't talk, on that car every year. And if you go above that, then you can be paying a lot of fees on that. So the average overage mile fee on a leased car is between five cents to 20 cents per mile. What? Yes, that's wild and that that can add up super quickly. The, the The number two con. The second con of leasing is similar to number one, but the potential for extra fees. So there can be an early termination fee. We already talked about the mileage over fee and just other things that they can kind of get you on that can end up making your leased car more expensive. Number three, sometimes additional insurance coverage is necessary. So they could require comprehensive collision gap insurance, more than what you would need on your regular car because since you don't own that car day one where you haven't paid anything to it if you were to completely total that car your insurance needs to cover the entire cost of that car and again let's say you're leasing a brand new 2021 model or 2021 models out i like am not a big car person so i like i don't even know Um, But let's say you're leasing a 2021 model, your insurance has to cover how much that car would cost to replace. So a lot of times your insurance will go up. Number four, you are responsible for getting another car at the end of your lease. That can look like leasing a new car or buying buying a different car or whatever. And number five, leasing can definitely be a more expensive way to have a car depending on your circumstance. Okay, so those are kind of pros and cons of leasing a car. Let's talk about the pros and cons of buying a car. And then I found a really good uh, like breakdown monetary example of this. Okay, pros of buying a car. So number one, you own the car. And the more you pay off the car, the more value you have in that car. Okay, so at the end of 
the the payments right at the end of the payments when you're leasing a car let's say you signed a three-year lease okay you signed a three-year lease and let's say on the other in the other option you were buying a car and you were going to pay it off in three years obviously you'd be paying different amounts of money we're going to talk about that in a little bit but at the end of the lease you give the car back at the end of paying off your car you have a car Okay, you have a car, so you have that property, you have that um, value in the car. Number two, you make the decisions. So you can tint the windows, put rims on it, put different speaker um, systems in, whatever you wanna do. And a lot of times leased cars do have restrictions on any customizations that you do to the car. So for me, that probably wouldn't matter because again, not a huge car girl, so that is not something that really speaks to me personally, but it might speak to you. Number three, there's no mileage limits. So you don't have to worry about driving it a certain amount or having to pay fees if you go over. Number four, no wear and tear charges. So that can be another one of those things that we talked about earlier with the, um, with the lease is that if you have, you know, wear and tear charges, on a lease that you might have to pay that. Whereas for your car, you're not having to pay that. Does that make sense? So if I, um, am, let's say rip the seat in my leased car, I might have to pay for that because it's outside of the wear and tear. Whereas in my personal car, if I rip the seat now, I might want to pay to get that fixed, but it's not like I have to pay a fee for doing that. Number five, the ability to sell or trade in the vehicle. So at any point, if I want a new car or I want to trade it in for a different car or whatever, I have that availability to sell or trade it in whenever. I don't have to wait until my lease agreement is up or break it. Okay, so now let's talk about the cons of buying a car. And I just want to point out, I am more so assuming that you are buying a car and getting a loan with the car, but also you can for sure buy a car in cash. I've done that before. Love it. Love, love, love it. (laughs) Um, But this still could be, you know, you can still think of the pros and cons even if you were buying the car in cash. Okay, but these are more so for people who are buying a car but taking a loan out for it. So the cons of buying a car. Number one, generally there will be higher monthly payments So bankrate.com did a um, report on this and said that in 2020, the average payment on a Jeep Grand Cherokee was $637. And that's for someone who bought the car, whereas the uh, lease monthly payment was $159 less. So again, you can have that higher monthly payment, but again, you're paying for to own the car. Okay. Number two, the down payment can be bigger. So the down payment that you need to pay in order to take the car off the lot and for it to become yours can be bigger. Um, and number three, long-term maintenance costs. So of course, when you own that car, you can like, you're in charge of fixing it if it breaks down. And again, that is the biggest one where when you're comparing a leased car versus owning a car, where it really depends on your situation. Because I have definitely seen people 
who they bought a car and their car ends up being more expensive than if they would have leased because, and a lot of that comes down to those long-term care, long-term maintenance costs. For me, I, in college, I owned a Pontiac Sunfl- Sun, what, Sunfire. That's what it was called. A Pontiac, a, I think it was like a 2002 Pontiac Sunfire. I think that's what it was. Google it. It had two doors. It was kind of the worst car. Anyway, it didn't have heat. It didn't have the radio, the, the windows like barely rolled down. It was, it was a hot mess. But with that car toward the end of my, my relationship with that car, it was very, very, very expensive. So I'm, I'm trying to think back to how much I paid for that car. I think I paid like, I don't know. I, paid for it straight up with cash. I think it was like $4,000 ish. I'd have to look it up. I know it's between like two to 6,000. I'm thinking I paid like $4,000 cash. So I was like, sweet. I own this car. This is awesome. But then I was constantly having to put money into it. The, the battery would go out. The things were wrong with the engine, the air filters, the muffler thingy, the, I don't even know, all of those things were going wrong. And so I was constantly having to pour money in it, constantly having to pour money in it to where it was starting, the the fixing of it was almost more expensive than buying a new car, which is then when I decided to buy a new car. And so that's one of the biggest things that I want you to, to really think about. So those are some of the pros and cons of leasing versus buying. But the biggest thing that I would recommend is sitting down and calculating if you're deciding, should I lease a car or should I buy a car? Sit down and figure out what are your priorities and then also sit down and figure out the impact financially. Now, it's not all about the money, but I do think I'd rather you be empowered by understanding the outcome rather than down the road be like, holy cow, that was so, that was not a smart financial decision and now I'm locked into this. So this is a study that uh, Money Under 30 did, and I just like loved it. I thought it was such a great visualization. Okay, so they looked at this 2014 Honda Accord sedan, and they looked at if you leased it, how much you would end up paying after your lease, and if you bought it, how much you would end up paying, and then plus like what it was worth. So the first scenario that we're going to talk about is leasing. Okay. The first scenario we're going to talk about is leasing. So in this scenario, they put 1,999 down on this sedan. The lease payments are $199 a month, um, for a 36 or a 36 month lease and 36,000 mile lease. Remember a lot of leases, most all leases you'll have a mile limit that you can't go over. So the total cost of those three years comes to $9,163, okay? So then in this scenario, they also assumed that after that amount of time, you, you found a similar lease and signed again for three years, okay? Same car, pretty much same parameters. So basically, you've leased this sedan for six years now, your total cost would be $3,054 a year for six years, which ends up being $18,326 total, okay? So if you're like, whoa, that was a lot of numbers for a podcast, all you have to know is that after leasing uh, this 
sedan for six years, you have spent $18,326. Now, we're going to look at the same example, but instead you buy this car. So this car, they found this car online for $20,840. Okay, so now they're going to look at if you were to buy this car, but take out a loan to pay this car back. So if you put down the same $1,999 and finance the car for 48 months at 2.5%, the payment would come to $412, okay? $412.88. At the end of the four-year loan, the total cost to purchase the car comes out to $21,817. So over the six year, over the six years total, your annual cost would come out to $3,636. So it might seem that leasing in this example is cheaper by almost $600 a year. But what you have to remember is that in the second example, now that we have paid off the car, you own that car. Okay, you own that car. So then what they did is they looked up how much they would be able to sell that car for. And they it was basically about $11,000. Meaning that they have $11,000 that they can then either A, you can just keep driving the car with no car payment while in the leased version, you're continuing to pay whatever the lease, I think it was like $199 a month for however long. Or if you want to get a new car, now you have $11,000 to be able to trade that car in and now buy a new car. Whereas in the leased version, you do not have that. Okay, you don't have that. So now here's where it it's, it's more opinionated. Personally, I highly recommend to a lot of my clients buying a gently used car, okay? Buying a gently used car. Because on paper, if you look at just, you know, examples like we just talked about or whatever else, it makes sense financially on paper because one, as you drive a car off the lot, it depreciates a lot, which basically means if I buy a car that day, drive off the lot, now it's my car, I can sell it for less money than I just bought it for likely, okay? Um, and it depreciates way more when it's a new car versus a used car. So if I'm buying a gently used car, which to me, the perfect gently used car is like twenty to 30,000 miles on it, then I know it's a good car. You can always buy an extended warranty, and then you're not having to have a you know lease that you're locked into and paying other fees or whatever. And again, I have to, I know I said this before, but I am not a big car person. So I don't want a brand new car every two years. To me, that doesn't, honestly, that sounds more stressful because then it's like, oh my God, that sounds like a lot of paperwork. That sounds like a lot of like moving things over. That sounds like like cars just don't do it for me. They just don't do it for me. So again, that is another reason why I would for sure lean away towards the lease because the things that I care about are one, having a reliable car. And so if you are willing to get a car that is 
that 20 to 30,000 miles on it. You know, if you're buying a car, if you're deciding between should I lease a brand new 2021 or should I buy a thousand dollar car off Facebook Marketplace that has 200,000 miles on it, those two things are very, very, very hard to compare. What I would first get clear on is what kind of car do I want to get? What kind of car do I want to get? Then once you understand what type of car you want to get, I would figure out when do you want to get that car. So either way, you can start saving or setting aside money for it. Then third third thing I would do is sit down and say, if I were to lease this car, how much would it cost me over the next three to six years? If I were to buy this car, how much would it cost me over the next three to six years? Another thing you can do is if you're like, you know, I really want to buy this car or, and I want to buy the car, but honestly, right now I have, you know, credit card debt that I'm trying to pay off and I have a, a, like, I don't know, a personal loan and I have all this other stuff where I really can't set aside that much money for my car and I just don't have that extra cash to be able to do that. So what I'm going to do is get a leased car with a low monthly payment for two years so I can focus on paying off my credit card debt so I can focus on all this other stuff and then I'll buy a car. Okay, so again, just very similar to how renting an apartment is not throwing away money. I rent, I love renting, I love the um, avail- like the flexibility of renting, I love the lifestyle of renting, I love that if my refrigerator breaks, someone will come and fix it. It's okay if you like the leasing lifestyle of it, but what I just want you to do is sit down figure out those things, figure out how much you're going to spend either way, strictly financially, and then say, okay, I understand I'm going to be paying, I'm just making these numbers up. I understand over five years or three years, I'm going to be paying $5,000 more to lease. Is that worth it to me? If it is, cool. Leasing might sounds like the best option for you. And if you're like, wow, now that I spell it out like that, it's really not worth it to me to do that. I think instead I'm going to buy a car or I'm going to do something else. That's all I want for you, okay? I'm not going to shame you for leasing. I'm not going to, um, you know, give you a hoorah for not leasing. It's truly your decision. I just want you to take the time to calculate what works best for you based on what you value and based on where you want to spend your money. So I hope this helps. I hope this encourages you that if you are in the market for a car to not necessarily change your decision, but to sit down and and so you can feel empowered about whatever you do decide. As a reminder, make sure to go and enroll in the free $1,000 challenge. And that's all we have for this week. We will see you back next week for another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast.